You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I'm Clint. We're not liars. When we say we're going to do something, we're going to do it. Don't call me a liar. Well, except for the times when we said we would be here five days a week and then we went. That's not, look, circumstances came up that were beyond our control. I'm not a liar. It's not not relevant. uh, We're glad you are back with us. This is Locked On Bulldogs here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And Daniel and I are back after a mini hiatus last week from being together, but it feels so good to be back uh, because Daniel gets to just show me all the ways that I'm wrong in mm. my UGA fandom, and I get educated mm. so much in this. It mm. feels so good to be told you're wrong over and over and over. I'm glad you feel that way. <laughs> I'm glad too, Daniel. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, Daniel and I don't take each other, self, each other too seriously, nor ourselves, but the yeah. thing we do take seriously is our fandom. So if you're on this podcast because you want to have a good time and you enjoy hearing fans talk like you do, all the inner thoughts that are in your head, but it's socially unacceptable for them to come out at other people, that's what Daniel and I do it to each other we do socially unacceptable things and we say them out loud to each other this is this is what fandom's all about y'all uh and that's, that's what true. we're here to do so if you want a guru or an insider to tell you that ad mitchell is not going to get much playing time and rather other wide receivers do um you can listen and pay for erroneous material or you can okay listen to us talk to us like fans do yeah that's correct um for fans by fans that's what the podcast is all about you're a fan. We're fans. We're glad that you're here. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast, And um, reach out to us. Send us an email. We got some this or that's. And y'all, there's some doozies. Ooh, my We've gosh. been saving up. Justin. We've been saving up some. Justin, Listen, thank you for yours. There's some, there's some hurtful ones in here. <laughs> there's just some that are just downright hurtful. They just... Why you got to bring up? Yeah, the two times that we were so close to glory in the SEC championship mm-hmm. game, and that feels Ch- it feels personal. But <laughs> it does. we, but you know what? We're not mad about it because that's what this or that is all about. If you've got a this or that, send us send it to us. Locked on Bulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. If you got general mailbag questions or anything that you want us to talk about, let us know that as well. Uh, email or Twitter is how you get a hold of us. Uh, Clint, we got more thoughts mm-hmm. on G Day. There's more things that we want to discuss, and we mentioned Ad Mitchell on the podcast yesterday. We talked about him quite a bit. He was the most notable playmaker, but Clint, he was not the only playmaker on this offense. By playmaker, do you mean ending a man's respect and credibility? (laughs) Listen, we're talking about the tight end position here on segment one, and um, there's a chance. You ready? Okay. There's a chance that this tight end room could be something the likes of which Georgia has not seen Never. Clint in a long, long time. I'm telling you right now. Look, just look at this right now. First of all, Darnell Washington is not 265. Okay, he no. was he was 265 when he came in his freshman year, and they put him on the scale, and he hasn't recorded since because he's 285. Mm-hmm. 
without a doubt and in my mind. That's 285 of chiseled granite. Oh, is what d- that is. Like, you make no mistake. That's not that's we, not the 285 that I see day to day, Daniel. Okay. No, no, no. There are a lot of different 285s, and some of y'all listening to the podcast, you know about one kind of 285. Darnell knows about a whole different kind of 285. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. No, Darnell Washington, big O. Uh, he can flex out. He can stay in line. He can go up a seam. I think the most impressive part, and I don't know how this translates exactly. We're going to talk a little bit. I'm going to get Daniel's thoughts on goal line situations or inside the seven-yard What seven yard line, what our play calling should be limited to here in a moment. Okay, okay. Um, but, I like that. But isn't it, isn't it odd? A man who's gargantuan. Comparatively to everybody else on the field, not just comparative, just is. It's factual. When he gets flexed out and he gets open in space, he becomes mm-hmm. more dynamic. That's that's it's an like oxymoron. A, it's like somebody took the governor off the steamroller, mm. and some of the some of the bearings are kind of out, and mm. it's just it's it's pointed down a hill, and that that big drum is just. Churn, it's just going. It's just churning. Big wheel keep on turning, and it ain't gonna be stopped. (laughs) No, he's rolling on a river all the way down the field. That's right. And listen, you do not want to get in that man's way. Once those legs start moving, Clint, just ask my man Dan Jackson. I wasn't gonna say his name. I was gonna leave him in ambiguity. Ain't gonna. What had happened was you came in. Coach to said, a gunfight. Coach said, "Aim low, you son." You were holding, you were holding a Taco Bell spork, but it turns out that these men were fighting they with they don't have automatic anymore. Automatic yeah. weapons. Um, Donnell Washington is unstoppable in certain situations, and and he, he this is. is this is a nightmare. Okay, so just imagine here, real quick. Imagine you're a defensive coordinator and you see Darnell Washington flex out. Okay. He he's okay. He begins well, in line. All right. He, he begins right off the line. Step, and then step one: find new pants. That's that's still <laughs> this that's is the just point. Step one. This is the point. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you either have to decide: I'm going to let my poor cornerback get absolutely abused out there. I'm going to put a linebacker who's going to get thrown <laughs> off of him as well and burned. And then I'm going to divert attention over there while we go ahead and and run off tackle to the left on the other that's side. That's what I was just for about seven to say. eight that's yards, was, Daniel. That's what I was just about to say. You flex him out to the wide side of the field. You have him stand and fist bump Kirby Smart on the sideline. That's right. And then you run Zamir White off the tackle where he was. Correct. The entire defense has just vacated that area. Right? Because they're all just staring at the sidelines going, Oh, dear Lord, please don't do to me what you did to Lavoisier Carroll, the running back turned corner. Please don't. Daniel, please don't. offer blood today, y'all. I'm sorry. Please don't put a hand on my head and throw me face first into the sod. That's not, please don't do that to me. And then uh, Todd Munkin just out here having fun. He's out here just having fun, Clint. <laughs> this is a weapon. No, the likes of which George has not had in quite some time. Is he the only tight end? Oh, I'm sorry. Hold up. This is what I, I mean. Because so, I said the room. So you said the room. I said the room. I said... 67285 flex him out he's more dynamic and then i'm going to go ahead and hit you with 64235 put him down the middle of the field and just him he just have him catch whatever he wants straight line just Brock just Bowers run, you get him on a young hash. man say run, go 12 man. yards look back put your hand up ball will be there you go up and catch whatever you want Brock Bowers and 
Look, and he gonna do it. Glenn. And he gonna do it. He caught in traffic. He got off the line quick. Talk about again quick releases. We talked about Ad Mitchell having quick mm-hmm. release into a route and out of a route. Brock Bowers found the soft underbelly of the defense in zone. That's right. Sat right down and just let the ball come to him. This kid has a natural magnetism with the ball. Now, again, I can't measure this outside of just saying he's good at footballing. Like, like that's that's yep. all it comes down to. He understands the game, which last time I checked, real important. Also, it doesn't hurt to be freakishly athletic. That one too. Which he also is. Um, I'm just going to – listen. If you want to run the ball and you don't care that the defense knows that you want – or maybe you want to get you want to get tricky with it sure. and just show the defense a run look. But look, how's this for a run look, yep. Clint? Yep. Okay? We put the regular offensive line and then next to them is Big John Fitzpatrick. Oh, and Dear then next gosh. to them is Darnell Washington. Okay, how's that for a run look, Clint? You, that's that feels good to me. I I, <laughs> I like, see no problem so far. Feels like Kendall Milton get ahead of steam right there. I think okay? so. How's this for a pass look, Clint? We what if we go, what if we go Ad Mitchell, or Marcus Rosemey? Sure. What if we go Jermaine Burton next to him? What if we go? James Cook in the backfield. Mm. What if we go Kyrus Jackson over mm. on the other side? And what if we put Big O over there on the sidelines, uh, on the on the far right side? How's that for a for a shotgun look, Clint? But, Is that? By the way, so first of all, that's criminal. Okay, just that should be outlawed in forty eight states. Um, only allowed in Florida because they are lawless. Yeah. Uh, but. But of those two formations you just said, you said a passing look. But all of a sudden, you get that passing look and then have James Cook go up yeah. the middle for 12. And then just give it to James Cook. And then the the run block look and then have big old John Fitz run down a seam uh-huh. and Darnell do yep. a wheel route off to the left and you pass. It's yep. filthy. Throw it, you throw it to Jermaine Burton who's standing over there in one-on-one coverage. How about that? How about that? How about that? <laughs> Clint. Guys, no. it's disgusting. It ain't good. No, it's yeah. not good. Uh, hey, we have more thoughts from G-Day. We're going to get back to the passing game and zone and what we learned from that right after this. But first, we got to tell you about Rock Auto. Rock Auto is the online store that you're going to get all the car parts that your car ever needs. Whether your car needs an alternator, uh, power window remote, uh, an antenna, a fuzzy dice to hang from your rearview mirror. The rearview mirror that fell off because you pulled the last fuzzy dice too hard. Uh, and an oh heck moment going around a curve. Whatever that is, Rock Auto is the place to go. Head over there right now in the comment section of How Did You Hear About Us? Put in Locked On to let them know you heard from us. Helps them out, has, helps us out, and it helps you out because you're going to get the right part at the right price every single time straight to your door. Don't have to mess with Walmart at midnight where you will get shanked. Don't do that. Head over to rockauto.com, your auto parts expert. Clint, here's what I noticed watching G-Day. And this is going to be a little bit about the defense and a little bit about the offense. Okay. Right? Because I don't know if you know how scrimmages work, but we were playing both defense and offense. This so is interesting. You remember when we were talking about how easily A.D. Mitchell gets open? I we do. could have been talking about how not our corners couldn't uh-huh. cover him. Uh-huh. Sure. Okay. So 
There's always a positive spin. There's always a negative spin. We're going to kind of talk about both in this segment. What I noticed from Georgia's defense is um, we played a lot of zone. Lots. Clint. We played a lot of zone. Um, Georgia doesn't play a ton of zone under Kirby Smart. No. Does not like to play zone. Likes to play uh, tight man coverage, press man a lot of times uh, with the corners and then do some various things with the safeties and whatnot, but does not like to play a lot of zone. Now, is he playing zone because it's G-Day? And he wants to... Um, he wants to show that look for whatever reason. No, I don't think so. People nope. make a lot of a lot of that. People, t- Kirby's not thinking about Clemson. Okay, Kirby, Kirby. I promise you, Kirby's not thinking about Clemson. I do think it's a possibility that he's playing zone because he wants to practice zone because sure. that's what he wants to practice. But the question is, why does he want to practice zone, Clint? To me, it has to be because he's nervous that we're going to have to play a lot of zone. This year, mm, I'll hit you with one other. How about this? Okay. Uh, much has been spilled. Ink has been just poured out. I think they're hunting whales once again for it because all the ink that That's... we've used so far—it's a criminal, criminal thing. Uh, the defensive backs are young and inexperienced, and yet you want to get they them playing that. time. Okay, you okay. want to get them out there. You want to get reps. If you ask these young defensive backs, the harder technique is press man coverage. Okay. It's, it's a harder technique to learn. The easier sure. technique is a three-step backpedal in a soft zone two where you're reading the quarterback, you're either pressing up on a quick route or you're helping over the top, and then you're sitting in your zone. It's easy to understand, this is my zone, this is how I collaborate within a whole system of people. Now, with that being said, I, I think Kirby just wanted to get them reps, wanted to get them out there, wanted to take away a process of the mental speed up for the game, and just have them get a feel. Have them get out there, have them get some wins, have them get some reps under their belt, have that take place. And does that mean maybe he's leaning on we might have to play this? Sure, it does, but I think it actually just has more to do with getting them out there and getting reps because I'll take the best defensive back we have, and that's Lewis Seen. In a zone coverage, do you know what Lewis Seen's doing most often? Just just looking for that ball? Just Just looking for the ball back there. Just hanging on back there, Daniel. And I yep. I don't know if you understand what Lewis Seen's skill set uh-huh. is. What does he do when he finds the ball, Clint? <laughs> he goes and gets the ball or murders uh-huh. the person trying to catch it. He did both. He, he did, did both. both. <laughs> okay. Um <clears throat> I hope you're right. We'll see obviously defense but we're talking more about defensive backs in the next segment. I want to flip over to the offensive side of the ball. Okay. He, Here's here's the thing about every team that has to defend us, Clint. Yep. Do we do we have playmakers? Have we just have we gone over that? Everywhere. Do we have playmakers who didn't even play in this game? Didn't even sniff suiting up. Some of the best ones, in fact, didn't even play in this game. So um there there are only two ways you can defend us, Clint. Mm-hmm. You can play man to man against those playmakers. And um, you could take your chances doing that. Or you can play zone, Clint. And I think we saw at G-Day something incredibly encouraging on the offensive side of the ball, which was the way that Todd Munkin and JT Daniels 
just systematically picked apart a zone. Now, some of some of it, as a fan, you might have been watching it and getting a little frustrated, saying like, "Man, how many times did we dump it off to the back?" Clint, Zamir White, James Cook, just target after target, just catching those little dump offs from JT Daniels and gaining five, six, seven yards. How many times did we see? Channing Tindall try to tackle Zamir White in space and fail miserably after he caught miserably. a little dump-off pass. Okay, so I think what you saw there was what George is going to see a lot of this year, which is mm-hmm. we don't have the dudes to defend all these playmakers. We have no answer for a this zone big is a giant of a man. Blanket. Man to man, you get this, burned and you give up touchdowns in a hurry. Because what man are you going to put on number zero, Clint? There's what, no man. Do you have five of your best DBs? No, you That's don't. Not, no. So you play zone, and then guess what? You do have five of your best DBs. There it is. That's that's where they are. But if you play a zone, if you drop back into a zone against this team, JT Daniels is going to say, "Okay, it's I'll take eight. I'll take eight more." Daddy just eight, Daddy just gave me the, the fork and the knife, and it's Thanksgiving dinner, and I'm about to carve you all over the place. Yeah, we'll just march it down the field. Aren't That's you? fine. That's not, our backs can catch the ball all day. Kendall long. Milton has got not, some soft hands. We're not going to try to. We're not going to try to force it down the field into the. We're just going to take what you give. And it was as at times it might have felt frustrating to watch, but I'm here to tell you, I was watching it thinking to myself. This is a beautiful thing because defensive coordinators are going to see this and they're going to say, well, we can't let this Georgia team just have eight yards. And so now the opposite happens. Now we have to to switch to tight man-to-man coverage. And Clint, they gone. They gone. I'm I'm telling you right now, a defensive coordinator is going to rue the day where he challenges his DB room to get up in a wide receiver's faces. Go uh, anybody. Anybody, go ahead. No, it's disgusting, Daniel. Couldn't I? I took the same solidarity as you did with this. It's fine. JT Daniels is smart. It showed me his compre. JT Daniels' comprehension of this playbook. He knew everything to do with the ball, Clint. He knew it all. He was there. Oh, what a night and day difference it was watching this quarterback play. Oh. I'm telling we're not going to shut up about it. So if you're looking for two guys to shut up about the quarterback play, no. you best tune away for the next six months. <laughs> Ain't going to be here. Hey, we're going to come back on the other side of this break and talk defensive backs and maybe a couple of younger guys. But before we do that, Daniel's going to talk to you about Bet Online. BetOnline.ag, it's your online sportsbook experts. You can bet on everything from golf to baseball to hockey to the NBA. You can bet on football, futures, or rugby, or tennis, or whatever else your your decrepit little heart wants to bet on. (laughs) You can do that at BetOnline.ag. They are your online sportsbook experts. And they are the place that you can go to get free money, a 50% bonus on your initial deposit. That's right. You deposit $200. BetOnline gives you $100 for free. That's betonline.ag. When you enter the promo code Locked On, you get a 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit. Only at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. 
All right, Daniel. The defensive backs, like I said, much ink has been spilled. Much podcasting recording time has been spoken about the inexperience and the lack thereof. And we're going to talk about a couple of performers that we actually thought. Well, I'm going to ask you, Daniel. I'm not going to think. I'm going to let you speak your own mind. You're your own man. You have your own thoughts. Well, (laughs) I appreciate you saying that. It feels nice to hear you say it, whether or not it's true. Sure. Uh, Jalen Kimber, Keely Ringo, and Amir Speed played a lot in this game. Daniel, we saw they them sure out did. there quite a bit, early and often. Uh, how did you think their performance, what, what would you grade their performance overall? Well, I, I think there were struggles. I think we saw some struggles at the corner position. I think we saw um, some guys getting beat. I think, again, you go back to A.D. Mitchell and his ability to get open uh, fairly consistently. Um, you know, some of, the, some of the big plays in the game, the, um, uh, let's see, uh, who had the big, catch, the big one-handed catch? Kiaris Jackson had yep. the big one-handed catch in the game. That was actually, I think it was Latavius Brini. Um, who is not a name that you mentioned? He was he was not in terrible position in that. On that, that was play. not Brady's fault. It, that was just a it was play. Just a great play by Kiaris Jackson. Uh, Brady was a, a step slow uh, on that play, but not not an egregious mistake on his part. I actually thought of all the defensive backs. I thought Jalen Kimber played the best. I was pretty impre- I was pretty impressed with him overall. I appreciated the tackling. From the defensive backs, mm-hmm. I thought the coverage maybe left a little bit to be desired. They are young and inexperienced. I know these reps are valuable, but um, overall, I didn't see a defensive backfield that I should be woefully ashamed of. And there are people out there talking as if Georgia is going to be trotting out a middle school team for the blind defensive backfield this year Clint and that's not what I saw uh it's not what I saw at all I saw an offense that was on point already I saw a defensive backfield that is certainly undermanned and underskilled from what we are accustomed to but I agree with you Jalen Kimber I I think he played admirable Keely Ringo as well they were fight in them they were coming up on press uh Amir Speed by the way looks every bit the part of a giant corner who can run with anybody. Okay. Did Nicobe Dean switch jerseys uh, at some point? Because ooh, that ain't it, no corner no, over there. I don't know. That was a big, tall, athletic, strong man over there. Uh, and it, here's the deal. Daniel, I'm, maybe, maybe Georgia fans don't want to hear this, but can I prepare you that this may be the situation? Okay? Okay. Bucket in hand. Bucket in hand. We've been go. warned. Our front seven... There's no question. There's one question of inside linebacker, and I, I actually think we may have an answer to that already. Who the who's going to play opposite Nicobe Dean? Uh, oh, there was never a question. Okay, it's Quay Walker's it's team. Quay just... Walker. There you go. I, I think if I think if I may, Nicobe Dean may play opposite Quay Walker you in oh. this defense. Okay. 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 Well. Daniel's already shooting a shot, folks. We are in we are in midseason form over here. Um, front seven is going to be outrageous. What if Georgia's secondary is just C plus, Daniel, this year? If we have a C plus secondary manned with Lewis Seen, 
at the at the tip of the spear of that C plus, and he's A plus. But the front seven A all the way through, and we have a C plus secondary with Lewis seen back there, and an A plus defensive coordinator and head coach who's defensive minded. Look, you guys might not like it. You may try to think we need to get better at the defensive back at corner. Maybe we go in inexperienced and young, but we get pressure. We stop the run. Quarterbacks are running for their lives. Linebackers are running with tight ends. And we roll into the season with DBs who are C-plus as a unit. Daniel, I'm not really mad or worried about that. Yeah, I think C-plus is is a – that's a difficult pill to swallow. But I will say this. We're talking about two guys. That's here. There you go. That that need that need to play well that are concerning. Okay? But Lewis Seen, we've mentioned many times. Not a concern. No concern. A name we have not mentioned, Christopher Smith. Not a concern. No concern. Not a concern. Man played well again. All he does is come out there and play well. He's not concerned. And I'm not concerned about the play as safety. We got the transfer coming in from West Virginia. Going to be manning the star position, the nickel corner. Clint, um, all signs point to that young man's not going to be a concern in the secondary. So now you're dealing with two corners. Jalen Kimber, Keely Ringo, Amir Speed. It's the three of those guys playing two spots on the field. Now, corner is a difficult position to cover up. Mm-hmm. It's hard to mask deficiencies at corner. But you can literally cover up one of the corners with Christopher Quite Smith. You can literally. literally cover him up on the backside with a safety. And so, yeah, I think to your point, is secondary going to be the weakness of this team? Absolutely mm-hmm. it is. And... Every team has a weakness, Clint. That's so. Yes. There's going to be a weakness to the defense, and it sure as heck ain't going to be the front seven. <laughs> no. It sure as heck is not going to be the linebacker play. It sure as heck is not going to be just man eaters in the middle of the defensive line. My That's not going to be the weakness. Uh, so, yeah, Jalen Kimber, he needs to grow up. Keely Ringo needs to grow up. Amir Speed. Um, he needs to do his best Christopher Smith impression uh-huh. as an upperclassman. And um, I think if Georgia can be just fine, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, give us a B to on the worst days, B minus. Sure. Performance from the secondary. Just be just fine. Georgia's defense is going to be great. You make if as quarterbacks, you make a quarterback go to his second or third read. That third read, I'll tell you what that quarterback's not doing when he makes his third read against this defense. That's standing up. No, he's getting speared by uh an onslaught of people. Nolan Smith coming around the edge by Devontae Wyatt just coming. Just okay. bat out of hell straight up the middle. Mark your mark it down now. Daniel and I are going to be just fanboy Devontae Wyatt people. I'm having year. a Devontae Wyatt jersey by the end of the year. When 100%. you see me at Chili's, when 100%. you see me at Chili's on September the 3rd at the Chili's in Charlotte, I may be wearing a big number 95 red and black jersey 
Say I won't. <laughs> Say I won't. Uh, no, I think this G-Day, if, if you walked away from G-Day and you weren't thrilled by the product on the screen, oh, God, God help your soul. to be thrilled with. No, it was to be thrilling. thrilling all the way around. Hey, come back tomorrow where Daniel and I will be back talking more UGA football. There is no offseason whatsoever. We might throw in, sprinkle in some basketball because we got some transfers. And uh, wouldn't you know it, Daniel, the stupid thing called a heart just went boop. Fresh, fresh blood. Boop. Fresh blood in the program. All of a sudden, we back. We back. Oh, we're gluttons for punishment. Hey, join us tomorrow. We're gonna, Daniel and I will be back. Locked on Bulldogs here on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. See ya.